where are we? Oh, 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 Danny, I, I don't know. It does. It looks we're in some kind of cell or something. The like what? walls are tile blue. That's there's like oh the, oh no, we're changing the floor, Danny. The last thing I remember was going to look for the ocean, but somehow we woke up and up here instead. Oh Just... no, that's that's what always happens when you go to look for the ocean. I can't believe you haven't like done anything sinful recently, have you? Like, jaywalking? I prefer not to comment on any of this. Oh, well, <laughs> sorry you weren't ready to commit to the bit because you've actually been what? doing I awful said things that. I just, in real life. I just life. don't admit I've been jaywalking. You know, okay. no but. Okay. This Hello. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I want to play a game. What? Holy shit. Mark oh and Danny, for too long, <laughs> you've been talking about Pixar movies on your Pixar podcast. <laughs> Today, you will be talking about... I, I about... swear, we've been talking just about car shorts this year. I promise you, just car Our greatest shorts. crime. <laughs> Today, I challenge you to broaden your horizons past the oh ocean my. and talk about female-directed horror movies. Oh, oh my gosh! It's, it's, it's Sarah Knopf back <laughs> again. That's right. For another Femtober this year. But Hello, I don't see everybody. her because we're in this trap. That's right. We're in a saw trap. <laughs> Where I'm is playing she? over. I'm playing on a mysterious tape. <laughs> it's pretty impressive how you're like... responding to us while you're recording. <laughs> <laughs> I can anticipate all human reactions. Oh man, this is really cool and sci-fi now. Um, great. Well, yeah. So, Sarah, we're in Femtober now. How is we're recording this halfway through Femtober, and then this will go out the weekend before Halloween. How has it been going so far for you? Well, <laughs> so this year's been okay. Um, unfortunately, I had kind of a bad thing happen to me at the beginning of this month. So I'm still playing catch up. Um, but I'm doing the best I can. And so far, it's been okay. I've watched all the shorts and I've watched a few bad movies, but I've yet to watch a good movie. So this is a oh really impressive change in tone from your last part of this recording. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the last time we did have a lot of good discussion about, like, things that you, like, new discoveries that were so cool. Like, what's up? Well, let me look at my list here. Mm -hmm. Because I see the, that you, I was excited about this year's list because you have Titan on here. And then I hear that I think I'm the only one in this chat. Actually, Danny's seen it too. I like so, it, but I always yeah. call Titan. Yeah. I don't well, care about the British. It's French. It's French. Uh, yeah. Yep. Well, well, so I will say, um, this year was kind of a challenge for me. I think that on Letterboxd, which is, you know, where the list is compiled, I feel like intersectionality is, like, not really a thing right now. Um, there's plenty of lists that are like women directors or women directed horrors but i feel like kind of what makes femtober important to me is like having you know women of color or trans women or you know things like that and i always try to add these categories um of more you know more intersectional categories and it's really really hard on letterboxd um mm -hmm. So that's kind of a challenge. And then it's like, you find a list of, like, black women directors, and none of them have done horror. So <laughs> you kind of take what you can get. So there's kind of a few stinkers on here <laughs> this year, um, as well as a few big movies that I kind of have been putting off. Did um, one come out today on October 27th, the day that this episode is definitely being released today? 
That is tr- true. Assuming that this episode is released today, um, yeah. Sure, that's, a that's, a big, that's a good question. I mean, we're back. I don't know. So this is also the first episode we've recorded since you know we, we fell into a saw, a saw trap, trap as soon as I came back from my cruise. Yeah. So like th- we're we're ramping back up as we're recording this, but yeah, this will go out on the twenty seventh. Yeah. yeah. So the the namesake this year. Uh, is, it's Femtober 6, The Bite of 87, which is kind of a niche thing. Um, but it is in reference to Five Nights at Freddy's, which is Blumhouse's latest movie, uh, directed by Emma Tommy. Uh, I've seen some of her other movies, most of her other movies. Um, not really excited about this one, <laughs> um, for a number of reasons. Um, however, it is obviously, like, a, a big release, um... Which is a huge deal. Inexplicably on Peacock. It is on Peacock, which is not great, but that's just NBC. That's just universal. Um, I also think releasing it so close to Halloween is not really the best idea, but... That's what I thought when you just said that. I thought... I was surprised that they're not going to wring some more weekends out of that film. Uh, Yeah, I mean... I I mean, they're aiming for the big opening weekend. Um, Yeah. October is pretty. I mean, I don't know. I think it would. I think it's gonna do better than Exorcist. So it's like they could have just put it against that, but I don't think they wanted to go against Taylor, which makes sense. And then Scorsese locked in the premium stuff, so it's like, you know, I kind of get it. Um, mm. but so I also would agree. Was, I would think it would have been like last week, just so kind yeah. of like yeah. Halloween too. But so when you say that you're not as excited about this is it because you feel like emma tommy is selling out or you're just not a fan of emma tommy no it doesn't it doesn't really have anything to do with her i think her movies are fine they're all like very indie sort of movies and blumhouse movies are of course you know pretty low budget um i just have a problem with the source material i think it's for children (laughs) (laughs) his baby's for sore movie like Megan earlier this year yeah i just I so there was a female directed horror movie from Warner Brothers a few years ago, um, I think 2018, um, the Banana Splits movie, uh, <laughs> which was basically Warner Brothers like plan for Five Nights at Freddy's, but then they lost the rights, but then they had the rights to the Banana Splits, so they used them. Um, movie's bad. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's not very good. Um, but I I don't know I. <laughs> In theory, I think Five Nights at Freddy's is cool, sort of. It has some cool lore. The animatronics look really, really cool because um, it's the Henson Company. Um, I just feel like this is just for children. <laughs> it just doesn't feel that's very what, scary. To I'll me. be real though. That's what weirds me out so much about the Peacock thing because I had assumed when they announced it was going to Peacock, it was because this movie was going to be rated R, and it's like we want the kids to be able to watch it at home. Nope, the movie's PG thirteen. There's no reason for this to be on Peacock. Yeah, yeah. There's not really. I mean, that's. I don't know. They really just want to push Peacock. Lesson. They want to do that. It just they they're losing so much money with Peacock. Well, I also I see on here as well. You have a film Piggy, and I wondered about that film because it reminded me of the Catherine Brayett film, um, Fat Pig. No, that's. I'm sorry. That's an. That's a Neil LeBue play. What the fuck, Fat Girl is what I'm thinking of. Fat I'm so Girl, sorry. yes. Okay, so you see that my brain made that jump, right? <laughs> First of all, have you watched Piggy? What do you think of it? But second of all, do we all who have seen Fat Girl think that it counts as a horror movie? I haven't seen Fat Girl. I just know about it. But I see it a lot in, like, most disturbing, like, a movie mm-hmm. list. So I would say it probably counts. Gotcha. As but far I mean, as... Are you only seeing the... I, okay, so I just clicked through it. This is only the short film on your list, right? You don't have the... Yes, so I don't have oh. the feature film. Um, I only watch the short. Um, maybe I'll see the feature film at some point. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess if we want to dive into this one, uh, it is about I'm just. I'm truly... I'm, I'm making shit up <laughs> as we go. Um, so we're, we're in a saw trap, so we weren't able to make an outline for the episode. Yeah, I guess so. So here we are. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is about a fat girl. Um, it's the horrors of society. Um, and then it kind of gets into like a weird twist where there's like a serial killer at the end. So that's kind of why I'm also not really interested in the feature because it's just more of that. 
I don't know. I I think the movie's very interesting in the sense of like why is she not targeted by the serial killer? Is it because he's empathetic or because she's so not unimportant in the world that she's not targeted? And I feel like the feature probably goes into that a little more. Um, I just see the features on Hulu, which surprised me that it's like so readily available because I've yeah. never heard of this. It was like a big deal a couple of years ago when it came out. or It came out like last year. Since last it had like year, a yeah, release last year. Yeah. So what on this list did you know going in you wanted to do this year? And were there any anything that was like the last thing you added to I mean, fill it out? I assume Five Nights at Freddy's was definitely on the list at the beginning, very quickly. Yes, that was like the big thing. Um, other than that, there wasn't like a ton of stuff. Like as far as like categories go, like I definitely wanted to include. I know um, I lobbied for one of these that made the list that I haven't watched yet. But I know I I saw that it made it. I probably totally killer. It either. Well, no, no, but I told you that. Totally, I I lobbied for totally killer to be on the list, and you added yes, it. Yes, and I didn't want to watch it, but I ended up adding it because <laughs> the director's a lesbian. So I just said add her to the list. Um, nice. But yeah, I mean, I definitely wanted like non-studio films because this, uh, you know, the writer strike is over, but the SAG strike is still going. So I wanted to have non-studio films, and so I chose this asylum version of Sherlock Holmes and then the Palm door <laughs> winner. Cause I thought it would be funny to have them side by side. Um, same thing. I wanted to do like a centennial movie, uh, for Warner brothers and Disney. Uh, my choices for Disney were very limited. I could have done ravenous, which I've already watched two times, which I would have done, but <laughs> I wanted to expand my horizons. I could have done hocus pocus two, which is terrible or uh, Halloween town two which I did watch. Um, also not very good. <laughs> mm. I didn't know Hocus Pocus 2 was directed by a woman. It is. Finally. Mm. It's about time. On Disney Plus, yeah. <laughs> it's not on Disney Plus? It is on Disney Plus. It never went to theaters. Don't you think it's funny how they just re-released Hocus Pocus and did really well for re-release of no marketing and yet, yet Hocus Pocus 2 did not get a theatrical release? But it broke records on streaming. <laughs> Yeah, amazing. You know what else broke records on streaming? Streaming, Training Red, and Soul, and Luca, and I hear so... Elemental as well. Hear <laughs> every Pixar movie that comes bzz, out. Bzz, bzz, I'm buzzing your chains. Bzz. Stop talking about Pixar movies. <laughs> <laughs> what took you two years to get Titan on the list? Um. Hmm. Part of it was availability. I think the first year that it came out, there was, like, nowhere to watch it. Um, I also just think it's kind of... I know what it's about, and I I feel like in my, in my age, I feel like I'm, like, not able to watch as extreme things as I used to. So I try to... Like, that's why I put, like, baby stuff. <laughs> like, like Halloween Town 2. Um... I just like the fun stuff, and I feel like I like to have fun during October, uh, especially this October. I want—I just want to have fun, and mm. this movie seems like it's not going to be fun to watch. So, so it got pushed. I really like Raw, which is uh, her first film, uh, or not her first film, but like her first big film. Uh, I really liked that one, and people kept saying like, "Oh, this is such an extreme movie." So I'm kind of hoping that. Titan is not as bad as people say it is, but we will see. I don't know. I was watching it earlier and trying to anyway, uh, but having a hard time because I too feel like I've. It's become harder for me to watch gore now, mm-hmm. and not even there's not even a whole lot of gore in that movie. It's just like. It just even like situations like people driving in cars and things like that kind of upsets me. Lately, I've been watching a lot of baseball, and it's it's funny how I'm just I'm just saying that because I feel like this October for me is kind of similar, where I'm like I can't I can't deal with any amount of real stakes right now. I just want something to play in front of me, and sit there and eat a meal and something like that so yeah i agree is there something you want to say danny 
Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dennis, I thought it was still Dennis, dead. Like, Why you no, you're not dead. You just got electrocuted. I have a game did I, did for I us to play. Out? If you want to play a game. Uh, we could play a game. You I didn't cut on... out. I'm just... <laughs> there's a lot of faces happening right now. I went on Letterboxd and I went to the films directed by a woman page, okay? Okay. And I sorted it by horror and by films I watched. I want to see how long it takes for you to say, say a movie that I haven't seen while trying to get through the 25 movies. The only 25 movies I've seen that have been directed by a woman that are horror movies. They're all features. The movies that you haven't seen? No, the movies that so I have, have seen. I have seen movies? I've only seen 25 movies on this list once I sorted by horror. It's pretty sad. Uh, well... Have I think this is more a game for Sarah because I think you're gonna. Assume, movie? I really think Mark's gonna assume like I've seen like something very like obvious that I haven't seen. Yeah, which is why I'll win. It's a game for Sarah, not for you. Well, is it? Well, is it? Is it? Wait, who's who gets the points here? Wait, is it, first of all, you're in a game because you're in this shitty I'm bathroom. I'm switching it. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm the tape recorder. <laughs> Oh shit, he's... Oh, I can't spoil the... I can't spoil parts of Saw. Anyway. Who's getting the points here? Is it versus? Is it I'm getting points? Sarah gets points. If you get half the points. So half of 25 is 13, really, because you need to get a majority. You need to get the 13 movies. But if you get one wrong on the way, Mark dies. If you get two wrong... You're dead and game's over. Okay, well, this is not even how it works, but fine. <laughs> so we gotta go one. Just give me movies. There's 25 on here. I only need 13. I will say, there are anthology movies on here. There are films that are co-directed by women on here. This is just the films on Letterboxd that are on that like list. Rick Sanchez. What? I'm the new voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, well, I do know. I'm going to say it, but, well, well, I guess I don't want to say it. But I feel like recently, semi-recently, uh, American Psycho was not, was removed. The horror movie, the horror label was removed from. Are you going to say it or no? I'm not going to. Okay, so you're at zero points. Currently, <laughs> okay. cause you haven't guessed anything. <laughs> I'm just going to say things that I'm not going to guess. Um. Okay, well, Titan is definitely one of them. That's one! Okay. Movies that you have seen. I have seen. Of 25? You've seen 25? Is I've that correct? I've only seen 25 of these. Okay. That's pretty bad. Movies. Um, I need Jennifer... lucky 13 for you to win. Jennifer's <laughs> Body. I that's two! Um. Now you're in the same situation we were in last year. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Well, (laughs) what does this say about our society? That I have to guess what a man has watched. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Um, So you've said two so far. The Babadook. Yes, three! Um, Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Four. I'm trying to think what else we watched in that class. Have you seen Raw? Sarah has to guess them. Not I don't think that you have seen Raw. I don't think. I'm surprised Definitely you haven't not. guessed one Definitely of them. Definitely not looking at my, my past lists. I'm surprised mm. you haven't picked one of these. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. There's one we definitely saw in that class you haven't guessed yet. I shouldn't be giving <laughs> hints. I'm thinking. Um, bodies, bodies, bodies. That's five! Um, five. Five. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking through the the list of films, and I I clicked on the movie clock, and its tagline is "It's counting down for a reason." Oh no! <laughs> I. And it's one that we watched in that class. There are several we watched in that class. You haven't guessed yet. What the heck? Um. Um, I don't think we watched that many female-directed horror movies in that class. I'm going to be honest with you. I think they were mostly directed by men. Uh, what about Carrie Remake? That's six! Okay. Six movies. Carrie six Remake. Six movies. Um, six. Uh, 
<laughs> yes. Six movies. I should have been writing these down so I don't accidentally have you guessed one twice in a row and I say it's seven, but six. There's a variety of movies I'm surprised you haven't guessed yet. I don't know. You this know, is scary. You gotta guess. You gotta guess. Remember, you get wrong, Mark dies. <laughs> um, did we watch The Love Witch? Is that a guess? You did You did watch The Love Witch because Danny told me about it. Is that a guess? Uh, the Love Witch? That's seven. I remember watching that in that class. That's a seven. Um, <laughs> this is so scary. Um, I'm sure this is just riveting to listen to, too. Yeah, this is going to create some great work for me. Best content in. ever. <laughs> Um, I definitely have, you... have been podcasting these last few months. I'll kill myself before this game is over. <laughs> have you seen Twilight? Is that a formal guess? <laughs> yes. Mark's dead! <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, you should really watch Twilight, Danny. It's great. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. Who knows? But right now, Mark, you're dead, and dead men tell no tales. But when well, dead women all. tell tales, we will find out if Sarah gets another one wrong. <laughs> oh, no. I forgot that then Sarah dies. Yes. I mean, at this point, I might just take it. What, what else do you think happens in Saw, Danny? <laughs> like... You see, Saw. That was my um, impression of Alan Tudjik in every single Disney movie. Sarah can't electrocute me because it's Disney, not Pixar. Also, I'm the tape recorder now. <laughs> I just don't understand. <laughs> this is tough. Oh. You still haven't guessed the one I thought you would have guessed immediately from our film class. It wasn't that one. Surely it was not that one that I... Wait. There was two that I didn't like. Well, there was more than two. The one where she kept eating herself, uh, in my skin. Is that a formal guess? Yes. Eight. You were eight films. Okay. Is that the one that you were thinking of? No. Oh no. It's the one you haven't guessed yet. That I'm really oh, surprised no. wasn't the first thing you guessed. Besides uh, Jennifer's body, which is a logical first guess. I already said Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. I already said The Babadook. Um. I don't know what else we watched in that class. Disappointing. I guess so. I can also think of, well, I don't want to say the exact number, but there are a certain number of films I'm surprised you didn't guess immediately to get rid of a bunch. That's a big hint. Okay, well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna chance it and say American Psycho, even though I don't. Think American that Psycho is number nine. Okay, number nine, but that's not what I was actually talking about either. Number oh, nine. Oh gosh, you have four more to go. Which, if you think about it, I've already said there's a series here of some movies and one from our film class you never guessed, which should take you to thirteen if you're able to guess those. A series? Yes. Is one of them Freddy's Dead: The Final Nightmare? That's the one from film class. That's number 10. But you've seen a series of movies? Yes. A very popular series of films. Directed by a woman? All directed by women. Yes, all directed by a woman. I don't know if that exists. Um, Why don't you get a Ouija board and ask Mark if he can think of a movie series that's directed by a woman? (laughs) Well, that's not really how it would work. Directed by a woman? He would be on like a videotape that I would put in. I put in the videotape. Or he'd be in a secret note. (laughs) All right, I'll use my phone a friend from the beyond. Phone a friend from the. Oh, hello, everybody. In the time that this game has taken, I could have watched all of Face Like a Frog, which is pretty cool so far. Now, what the fuck do you need? <laughs> All right, well. She needs yep. three more movies. And there are series. Aren't you at nine? No, she's at ten. Oh, my God. It's a women series director. of movies all directed by women. And it's popular? 
And there's Slumber three Party? movies. Was that directed by a woman? That was, but I don't know if he would have seen that. I didn't even hear what he so, said. Yeah. Um, I think it's... I'm either, I'm either thinking of Slumber Party or Sorority something... And those were I'm gonna cut it and tell you Mark women. is giving you really bad health. <laughs> well, I know. I mean, I know he's wrong. <laughs> well, I came all this way back from the dead. <laughs> I, I'm I'm just doing my best here. Um, that's that's what I got. Oh gosh. I don't know. I think this might be game over for me. Nope, you gotta guess. It can't be game over until you guess wrong. Slumber Party Massacre. That's the Godfather. And Sarah's dead. All right. Here are the oh, female-directed no. horror movies I've seen that she didn't say. Birth, Rebirth, The Invitation, Boxing Helena, Fear Street Part One. Oh yeah. Fear Street Part Two. I would not call those popular Fear Street by Part any three. means. Uh, Raw, The Candyman remake. A film that Sarah has come on the Pixar... I'm sorry, the Marvel podcast to talk about Berlin Syndrome. The Turning. Holidays. Bird Box. Pathogen. And The Bad Batch. Oh my gosh. You're all dead. But it's okay, because you already killed me. So now we're in heaven, everyone. It sounds like you think Saw is like the jackpot. I think this is the end. That's what I think it is. You're okay. supposed to say game over if it's the end. Game over. You die in All the right. game. You die in real life. Well, right. I guess I guess sort of. You can't believe you forgot boxing Elena. That's a classic. Well, I did. So. <laughs> when did you watch boxing Helena, Danny? Film school. But you didn't watch it all. You didn't finish I went it. To, well, they had it at the David Lynch retrospective, and I had to go to it because okay. the idea of seeing you if an audience was too good to pass up. Yeah, I had to find it on YouTube with, like, Portuguese subtitles. I saw, um, what's her face? Um, the director, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Lynch. Jennifer Lynch? I can't, rem- I can't remember her first name. Jennifer Lynch, I saw, they had her personal copy of the NC-17 cut on 35mm. Because <laughs> she was in shock, someone asked to show it. Which okay. is kind of fair. <laughs> cool. My voice so. is gone. I should never do that voice again. Well, that wasn't even really. I can't imagine being the jigsaw full time. How does he do that for ten movies? Voice. Well, well, he doesn't. He does a voice modulator thing, like they did to Dan Stevens in Beauty and the Beast. No, I'm pretty we sure they did that off to what's Jared his face, Leto. Jared Leto in the Haunted Mansion 2013. Oh well, I I didn't see Haunted Mansion 2013. Oh, <laughs> no it's, one did. It's been... it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Also, not tried to my woman. <laughs> yeah, Here, Sarah, are there any of these movies that you would like recommend to someone while high? I like, you know, I like Single Girls. Looks fun. Um. Well, I have not. Have I watched any of these movies high? I don't think I've watched any of these high yet. Um. However, let me check my list again. I will say this on this list that I gave. I don't consider Bird Box horror. Just gonna say that. Uh, I do. I okay. would say. Oh, sorry. You're the expert. I shouldn't say like, well, sorry, you are the expert. That's not. Yeah, I mean, I would say like, face like a frog, spook sport. Spook sport's kind of boring, but face like a I frog have seen is spook a pretty sport. good one. This is a yeah. Um, this one, turn of the century surgery, uh, is insane. Um, mm-hmm. so I would definitely, definitely check that out if you're inebriated. <laughs> Yeah, that well, that one looked really exciting too. That's a Melies ish short where they replace someone's limbs. I'm like, it's pretty Whoa. good. It feels like a play. It is very feels cool. like I'm watching a play. Yeah. Do we usually so, have plays where people can have their limbs replaced? If it's a good play. What have you been doing outside of like the Femtober movies? Like, what have you been watching to palate cleanse between these? Funny lady. Uh, well, all right. <laughs> um. <laughs> You know, I've just been kind of, you know, I've kind of been wanting to watch, like, movies that I enjoy. Um, So, like, well, not, like, and, like, things that are kind of, I always like to not watch, like, prequels if it's a sequel. But I did watch Halloween Town because, like, I'd seen Halloween Town. I did watch that one high. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. So you can also watch that. Um, but like, you know, my, my Halloween standards, I, you know, I, I have added Ravenous to the rotation. Um, Hocus Pocus every year. Um, I want to watch Bye Bye Man again. Hi. Uh, <laughs> I want to watch Man's a lot of movies. Have but you, you seen know, the Bye Bye Man, Danny? No, I've seen the boy. The boy would also be really good to watch. High. Mm-hmm. But only the Bye Bye Man is directed by a woman. I did see a film directed yes. by a woman this weekend. It was very good. Prove it. Well, you know Which what? One? It's it's a movie that if I told you, Warner Brothers Discovery would sue me. Oh, did you see the the, the People's Joker? Yes, I saw the People's Joker, which Holy is not shit. a uh, horror movie. Although I guess it could be eventually defined as a horror comedy. I guess if it ever gets like actual distribution. Mm-hmm. But I would never. I wouldn't label it as a horror movie. It's clearly you know not. But, but anyway, Sarah, you were talking about your your lineup. Yeah, this is a this is a my podcast, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I've been taking it very easy. It's been kind of a rough month, so I've just been wanting to watch my faves. Um, I definitely want to watch some Scooby-Doo at some point. Um, you know, I just, I've de- you know, I've got some favorites. I've got, you know, some just some fun Halloween movies versus horror movies that I like to indulge in from time to time. What's new Scooby-Doo? We're going to follow on... you. Yeah, that's the along. one. Uh, based on, like, the, the way the Femtober has gone... Do you think that you're at a point where you could do like a watch list based on the best films of Femtober, or do you feel like it would? If the music box called you up and was like, "Please program at least five Femtober movies for us," would you be able to do it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that yeah, yeah, they kind of already do that in a way. Even that's not labeled. You know what I mean? There's, I'm just saying, there's plenty of films directed by women on their lists here. But what five would you pick if you got to do that? Only five. Yes. Um, I assume Ravenous. That's the only one I feel like is certainly there. Definitely Ravenous. Um, I would do Dearest Sister, directed by Maddie Doe. It's a Lao film. Um, I would do... I'm going to assume also... I don't mean to like do it for you, but I feel like also you'd put Jennifer's body on there just because it would make money. Um, not necessarily. Okay. Well, you don't have um, to. It's your list. I, I, you're the curator. I was just saying that they would probably just play Jennifer's body anyway as well then as a sixth one I feel like. Anyway, go on. Um, it really de- like. It really depends on if it's like if it if I'm trying to make like a cohesive lineup, then I would do things a little bit differently. But if I just want to do like all timers, um, let's see, I'm up to two. I would do Eve's Bayou. Okay, um, that makes sense. I would do. I'm looking. I would do Summer Party Massacre 2. And I would probably do... I probably would do the Bye Bye Man, honestly. (laughs) Would you put these all then, I presume, besides these by you as Midnighters? And these by you would be like a matinee? No, I don't think so. I think that... Dear Sister is, it's a very... I don't know what Dear Sisters is, so that's one I needed to look up. Sorry, um, go on. It's, you know, it's solid daytime horror. It's it's a kind of a paranormal horror. It's like something you would watch in the afternoon. Um, everything else, yeah, I think would be a solid midnight movie. Nice. Wait. I don't know what Dear Sister wait, is. is. Is When I look up Dear Sister, it takes me to oh. the <laughs> SNL short. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> What's dear sister? Dearest sister. Oh, okay. <laughs> now we're all looking at dearest sister. That's, yeah, that's that's kind of like a psychological horror film. Oh, okay. It's very good. Maddie Doe, I watch all of her films. Um, dear sister, Chantali, and The Long Walk, which The Long Walk got a lot of play on Letterboxd last year. Um and her husband, who writes all of her movies, is also very active on Letterboxd. So. Mm. Does he give all of her movies five out of fives? Uh, well, they're also technically his movies, because he co-writes them. I know, that's what I mean. Like, does he <laughs> give his own movies a five out of five, too? Uh, sometimes. He, he responds to, like, criticisms, he responds to them pretty well, which is, which is nice. And he liked my review, so. 
That's always cool when a creative likes your review. That's cool. Uh, do you guys remember the time in uh, high school where we had like someone's independent film come and I went on Letterboxd and wrote a very bad review of it and I was the only review on Letterboxd and the guy made out thing was like, please, please don't say this about my movie. Please don't be the only review for my movie and have it be negative. I don't remember that. In high what, school. I was happen? in high school. Did I say high school? I meant, no, I, I misspoke. It wasn't college, like freshman year of college. Oh, freshman year. I think I might know what you're talking about, but that just seems really mean. I don't know why he would do that. We all saw that trailer. Is it something that I would have seen, or did it just no. kind of die? No. I mean, uh, let's see how many people have it logged on Letterboxd. Or if the guy... Well, I can't mention the name, but I am not mentioning the name. About... People don't even... People don't I don't even remember what it was. I think I remember what it was called. Oh, I Only nine people have logged on Letterboxd. Let me look this up. <laughs> I have the lowest grade, but also... The only ever grades are five, two threes, two twos, and then my one. Okay, this is not what I was thinking of. I don't think. One is pretty mean for a, a bad film. movie. Yeah, this guy only ever did one thing, and it was log his own movie as watched, and then also tell me the movie's bad. Is he the one who gave the movie five stars? No, he didn't. Okay, good. I thought this was a completely different movie, so you'll have to tell me what it is later. Yeah. Because this one that I just looked is not on that box. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, anyways. So, yeah. So you've got a lot of nice shorts here. Have those been fun to watch? Uh, Yeah, I would sucked? say so. There was one that I had originally on the list uh, by Emerald Fennell, who did Promising Young Woman. And... I was like, all right, I don't like Promising Young Woman, but I'll watch this short, and it's, like, been scrubbed from the internet, so <laughs> I had to find some replacement short. Are you excited um, for Saltburn? No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, maybe if I had watched Mark, your short, maybe I would have felt better. Burn? I didn't even know it existed. Was this movie a horror movie that just came out? I'm looking at, it, at its details. I haven't seen it's it yet. It's about a hot guy in front of a window. Do you ever, like, cheat and let... I forget. I don't think you do, but do you ever cheat and like put thrillers under horror? I do. I yeah. Do. Oh, okay. Well, then there's this new one that just came out. Um, I don't know if it actually is scary or not. I should watch it. I want. I've been meaning to see it. Kitty Green's new movie, The Royal Hotel. I've heard good things, but I don't. I've never heard. Of, I haven't heard anyone define it as horror. So. But yeah, it is listed I really. As a thriller. It depends. I mean, it, it's it's partially my own interpretation. It's partially like if I look on a list. Um, Sometimes it's just whatever letterbox classifies it as, but for the most part, I tr- if it's thriller-ish, then I will accept it. I'm curious to search this by thriller to see what thrillers are directed by women. How how do you feel about the asylum, Sarah? Because I'm I'm at my that was a great line that. from the People's Joker, by the way. Oh, wait, you don't count thrillers as horror because Bound is a thriller. And I always ask, where's Bound? That's not Bound a horror. Bound is not a thriller. I know, I know. It's fair, yeah, yeah. But Bound is a great movie. Sorry, go on. Bound is a ask your actual drama. question. Um, oh, I just, I don't know. I I really avoid the asylum because I think, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like, they're kind of evil. I don't know too, too much about them. I just know, like, they were a big meme, like, when... Um, you know, like Transformers came out. It was like Transmorphers and like that kind of stuff. They do a lot of like religious films. Atlantic too. Rim. Sure. Do you guys remember Atlantic Rim? Sure. Um, they do a lot of religious films too, which is like kind of icky to me. But they do have one. So this Sherlock Holmes one is directed by Rachel Lee Goldenberg, who also directed a film for them called Sunday School Musical, which obviously is a parody of High School Musical. But she also directed the Max film. Unpregnant, which is like a very good movie. <laughs> so, Unpregnant is a great title. It's a good movie. Not a horror. What's it about? Uh, it's about oh, two friends who have to go cross country for one of them to get an abortion. Sarah, I'm. Yes. If you were ever to do, I'm not saying you should, but and I'm not saying this isn't a question. To be like, have you ever considered? Because I feel like the answer is going to obviously be no. But if you were told. You have to make a Femtober for a different month. What would you do? And by that well, I mean I've it can't already, be about horror. I've already done, done this. Oh, what was I it? Have. I don't remember this. I did a twelve days of oh. Christmas horror 
or not horror, but horror. Christmas female directed movies. Now I want to um, look at that list. Yeah, uh, it was a couple years ago. So I have to really like dig through here, right? Maybe I can there find it. So there are some horror movies on Your here. Your favorite but... movie of the oh, year? Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't twelve. It was fifteen. These are good movies directed by women. I like oh, the holiday holy shit. and are for Christmas and the night before Christmas. The cut night before Christmas. I don't think you've ever seen it. I've seen the night before Christmas because I remember because there's a guy in it named Circle and they always go Circle, Circle, and I and they never make a joke about his name being Circle. They go Circle, Circle. Okay. I, you don't remember this? No. It's a big part of the night before Christmas. I think I was drunk when I watched it. Man, oh man. Let's read Sarah's review of the night this. before Christmas. Outlaw on the air. I gotta check if it's uh, it that... something embarrassing. Is that... one star that's, out of five? That's not directed by. Very a boring. Woman. This guy is not hot. <laughs> Well, <laughs> let's read my review of the night before Christmas on the air. Two and a half stars. Uh, this is this is just an actual review. It's not as fun as this guy is not hot. Never mind. Anyway, so I don't know any of these films in your list of Christmas movies directed by women. Except you don't know the I mean, holiday. Of, I mean, I've heard of the holiday. I've heard of Arthur Christmas, but I haven't. It's not like I've seen any of them and I haven't sought them out. Do you not well, a lot of them are like Hallmark and Lifetime movies, but yes. The Night Before Christmas is a time travel movie about a knight landing in modern day and falling in love on Christmas with a normal person. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. Vanessa Hudgens is the normal person on Christmas. Yes, that is true. A modern day romance with a medieval twist. That's what I... I want to know the women who are writing the taglines for all of these... For any movies... I would like to collect those hey. because they bring me great joy. One thing that went viral earlier this year on the Twitters, or the X's, I guess, was the taglines for Death on the Nile and A Haunting in Venice. Because Death on the Nile says, I'm going to read it and then I'm going to read the Haunting in Venice one, okay? Death on the Nile's tagline is, murder was just the beginning. Then, Death on the Nile, uh, Haunting in Venice's is, death was only the beginning. Okay. <laughs> so the next yeah. one will be haunting. It was only the beginning. <laughs> it's just gonna keep doing this. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I don't think that's as big a deal as people made it out to be. What of these movies have you watched, though, Sarah, of the Halloween list? Um. Well, as of this recording, I've watched all the shorts. I've watched Black Christmas, twenty nineteen. Last year I, we got the 57 minutes, by the way. Sorry. Go on. I've watched Halloween Town 2. Uh, I've watched a 2023 movie, You're Killing Me. Uh, and I've also seen Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, but I have not yet logged it for this year. So I'm very behind, but I will be caught up by the time this episode airs. So you know what? Which ones have I seen? All of them. <laughs> so what do you think of Black Christmas? Well, <laughs> how does it measure up? Do I have a lot of you? feelings about Black Christmas. I've seen all all of them. I'm most familiar with the 2006 one. Um, I I think Black Christmas is an interesting experiment. Um, you know, it came after Jason Blum said that no women direct movies, so he couldn't hire them to direct horror movies. Uh, he got a lot of backlash for that, and. So he hired Sophia to call to do Black Christmas, uh, and it's terrible. I mean, it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> and the problem is, it's it's like this. It's like the movie that Reddit warns you about. Like it's like it's so like aren't men bad? And like really like they talk about menstruation and they talk about like being woke and stuff and it's just like it's so bad and the problem is that she stood by she stood by it this whole time and that's like good for you but i mean the good news i would say is that it's kind of it was a bomb so it kind of faded into obscurity um but you know it was 2019 and it's been four years and this is the first blumhouse movie in four years that is actually directed by a woman and I think Candyman, which is also universal but not Blumhouse, is like the only other one, the only other horror movie that's been like mainstream directed by a woman. 
since then. Mm-hmm. So it kind of set us back a little bit, which is not really not really fair. <laughs> um, you know, when women make movies, when POC make movies, when when queer people make movies, I feel like people are put up to such a high standard, and I think that we should be allowed to make bad things. We should be allowed to make mediocre things. And I think this is just an example of that. Did you also feel that way about Candyman? Yeah, I really didn't like Candyman. <laughs> I love I love the original Candyman. Um, I think there, you know, there are definitely layers to it. Obviously, the first Candyman um, is directed by a white man, so it is kind of from a white woman's perspective. Um, this new one, I feel like it does have kind of that you know, very pro, it's, it's a very political movie, which is kind of, I hate to make that sound like a dog whistle, because it's not, but, um, it feels like, it's kind of like what you would expect from a movie about, like, race, um, it just doesn't feel very innovative to me, and the message just felt a little muddled to me, and it was just gross, it was just gross to look at. (laughs) Do you do you talk to other people about your Femtober movies? Like, do you have kindred spirits who can come to you and say, like, oh, no, this was great? Because, I, I mean, I feel like I agree with you a little, a little too much for some of these. Well, I'm not really sure what that last part means. Well, no, I just, I just mean, I just mean that, like, that Black Christmas and um, Candyman being made were kind of, like, unnecessary and the, the, like they were they were kind of clumsily political right i guess um, so but i mean i don't know if you are talking to anyone who's like no 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 Candyman is great because it had this focus puller on it and like i love his work or you know whoever that kind of thing you know yeah i don't have like a i mean it's really just like you guys i don't really have anybody else that i really talk to about it um i'm kind of i'm starting something new this year i guess i kind of buried the lead with this one but i am blogging about it this year Um, so i am on instagram i'm on tumblr somebody already told me on instagram to kill myself (laughs) somebody on tumblr (laughs) made fun of me so going great so far (laughs) wow but i'm just kind of i'm challenging myself to be to you know branch out of just letterboxd because i feel like you know, I could share it on Letterboxd all day long. If people are going to look at it, they're going to look at it. But I would like to kind of expand the conversation elsewhere. Are you inspired at all by the woman who directed The Love Witch, his blog? Um, well, I haven't looked at her blog. She's also a turf. <laughs> oh, I'm, well, no. I'm really far no. behind then. I read... <laughs> I read some article of hers a while a while back. Never mind. Yeah, I don't. Uh, unfortunately, I don't. I don't really look at that. Um, I mean, I'm inspired by a lot of. I've been very into not just women horror, but like, you know, I'm very. I've been watching all of James Wan's filmography, and I think that's kind of been that's been a really cool thing to kind of see a horror auteur kind of perfect his craft, and I think. You know, just watching more horror in general, you kind of get a sense for what somebody's style is. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've just been trying to watch more horror in general. I mean, I watch. I feel like horror is my top watched every year, but you know, just branching out. You know, watching like The Conjuring, which I never would have wanted to watch, but having you know, the more genres that I watch outside of Femtober, the more that I bring into it. Yeah, I I feel like. People who haven't seen The Conjuring are very held back by the real-life drama with those people. But I, I feel like The Conjuring is a really is a really good movie if you imagine that everyone in it is fictional, you know? Well, I mean, they basically are. I personally, I personally do not love The First Conjuring. Um, mm. I really enjoyed the second one. Um, come on. It's okay. It's okay. It's like, come on. It's a good movie. I love it. Well, that's I'm just a man. my opinion. I'm sorry, I'll shut up. <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed the second one, um, and a, a part of it was actually, it's interesting. Um, it is connected to a, a female directed horror because um, the case that it was based on um, was made into a a mockumentary BBC special called Ghost Watch, 
um, which was really, really scary. And it only ever aired once because kids got too scared. Um, but it's just oh, interesting how it kind of translates. Ghost Watch was too scary? Yeah, well, it was the actual BBC anchors. And, like, one of them, who's, like, this really straight-laced guy, ended up getting possessed in the end. Spoiler alert. Um, and it was really scary for kids, so... I wish I could be a fly on the wall for when that happened. Oh, man, I want to watch Ghost Watch now. It's really good. What do, what do you think of Ghost Watch, Danny? Uh, I have never watched The Ghost, so... Mm-hmm. I just... I'm always interested in those old BBC productions because to my untrained eye they seem they have that you know that tv 80s quality where Mm -hmm. it's you know it was it was shot on it looked i guess it was shot on tape or something and it has this like hyper real thing and everything looks very like on a set and you know just very artificial so it's interesting to know that something from that time period was scary in a real way yeah Um, i mean it's definitely dated now but it like you you can as you watch it you can 100 percent see why people would think that it was real even though at the very beginning it says it's like directed by somebody (laughs) yeah so do you have thoughts about next year's femtober or any anything you've learned from this year after you've said you came came in with so many duds and you were having trouble with the intersectionality or, or lack of it with Letterboxd? Yeah, I have kind of thought about you it. Show that movie I told you to put on it this year. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, maybe I will. Um, no, I've thought about it. I've thought about what Femtober really means. You know, when I first started it um, in 2018. Um, you know, it was kind of, you know, I just want to watch movies directed by women. And it wasn't really like, I wasn't really thinking about, you know, women of color or queer women or anything like that. And I think in the future, I think it might be worth kind of expanding out into not just women, but maybe femme people or non-binary people. Um, and just kind of giving a space to that as well. Mm-hmm. But you don't, you don't feel like you've run out? Um, I mean, I definitely feel, I definitely feel like the mainstream ones, I'm running very low. Um, the ones that, you know, went to theaters, which, you know, there's always going to be movies of that year. Um, but you know, if I wanted to do like franchise movies or like stuff like that, it's really slim pickings. Um, but there's always gonna be, there's always gonna be foreign, there's always gonna be shorts. Um, it's just finding, you know, availability as well. Um, and just like things that people have heard of, if it's just a bunch of random stuff, I feel like people aren't really going to care. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I like, I think that broadening people's horizons is a big deal. It's like, I don't know. I, I think it's if, like a cheeseburger. Uh, yeah. But like Thanks. how though? Well, you can always have a burger from McDonald's, right? Yes. You can always go to a new restaurant and get a burger. Yes. Any restaurant you go to, you can get a burger at. Yes. Well, so not, you, not necessarily any restaurant. I tell you, look at the kids' menu. Um, you get a burger always, then the burger can go in your mouth. And really, through one dish, you can try so many different places. And that's my story. Oh, because the cheese is from America. And the burger is from a cow, which might have been grown on the Great Plains of America. And we have a lot of wheat here as well, which made the bun. And tomatoes and lettuce aren't that hard to make, but, like, who knows where they came from. Are you going to watch this Anna Kendrick movie next year? I don't know. Probably. If she directed it, probably not. (laughs) <laughs> she did direct it. That's what I was going to talk about. It doesn't seem like it's a horror movie. It seems like, well, I guess, it seems like a true crime movie. I don't know. I, t- I just, I don't know. I guess this kind of brings up a topic, too, where I'm not, like, super keen on suggestions. Um, mostly just because I like watch, to uh, kind of discover sure. things. You watch Barbie. Well. Pretty scary. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but, yeah, I, a lot of it is about the discovery. I really – that's kind of my favorite part of every year is just, like, finding them. This year was obviously a little discouraging because I felt like I was running out. But 
next year I could be renewed energy or I may just want to switch things up. You know, I'm following this template of, you know, other lists on Letterboxd, but I feel like maybe maybe it's time for other criteria. Maybe it's time for you to explode the universe and watch some television. Mm, I don't know. See, that was called reverse psychology there, because I don't want you to do a television list, and you told me you don't take suggestions. Well, that would just be, like, like yellow tails, and that's it. Well, and also, like, aren't women far more prolific in television? And kind of the fun of the Femtober list is that you're, you're, like, the women are working in a medium... Which is, which is traditionally male, and TV is that too. But I just, obviously, it would be, it might be much easier to find a lot of television directed mm-hmm. by women. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, it's actually one of my, one of my categories this year is from films from television directors. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, especially like, especially something like you know, like Kathy Yan and and you know Karen Kusama and and you know all these people who made these films and then they kind of don't have a stepping stone from them and I feel like they kind of go back to TV um a really really famous television director Michelle McLaren has only ever done one film um she's allegedly got other movies in the works but we'll see um but I have her her one film on my list this year um there's a lot of like women television directors that are you know they're used in discussions about women directors but they really don't make films so it is you know i do want to see these women you know branch out and do and do these things but it's just it's so much easier in television i feel like to break out why do you think that is that women who come from television or doing a lot of television and then make a movie don't have that stepping stone i think a lot of it is I mean, I think part of it is budget. There's a lot of, I would say too, like, so Blumhouse does a lot of like Amazon films or Hulu films and they're technically TV, but they're movies. And I think it's just kind of, I guess it sounds kind of reductive, but I just feel like that's where women are kind of relegated to (laughs) these days. I think that people don't really want to give them that opportunity. I feel like even with like A24 and like Neon, Neon is a little bit better, but um, there's just not the same opportunities for women. Yeah, that is curious that A24 has not, to my knowledge... A24 is secretly evil. Not so secretly. I I mean, sure. Mark, do you like A24? uh, This is a trial of Mark Young. I I don't really (laughs) have It's okay. I don't really have opinions about a company except for maybe the Criterion Collection is a company that I think is like mostly fine. Mostly all right. What's wrong with them? Are they canceled? There is a movie coming out by A24 by a non-binary director that I'm very excited for. And this is bad news why? It's a horror film called I Saw the TV Glow. I hope you watch it, Sarah. Okay, well, maybe I won't, but don't suggest it to me. <laughs> okay. Because then I'm not going to do that. We're all, we're all going to the World's Fair. Hmm. Well, that's partially why I kind of was like, maybe I should expand a non-binary people. Have you sex. not watched... Oh my gosh, that's I a haven't. movie. I have that's done my cool. civic duty. I kept commenting on people's letterbox lists and being like, actually, this one is not directed by a woman. Hmm. I think you did that on mine, maybe. <laughs> Which is fair and valid. I, and I, I believe... And just so everyone knows, I'm pretty sure it's because Jane Schoenbrunn is non-binary. They are, yes. Okay, cool. It wasn't like, get get them off of there. Clarifying what what Sarah was doing, commenting on everyone's letterbox. Well, it's just, obviously if the list specifies... the guys who made 65 doing an A24 horror movie? (laughs) So I'm looking at A24's upcoming horror movies. But I was just thinking it's strange that A24 hasn't produced an, a woman... Maybe they haven't produced a woman auteur. They have made one woman horror movie that Sarah's already talked about on this episode. On this episode. No, you guessed it because I've seen it. Yeah, well, I mean, Black Christmas is... It's not an A24 movie. Oh, it's not? It's a Blumhouse. Oh, Blumhouse, that's right. Um, so you know what I'm talking about, right? Well, I know you actually they say what it is. one or two. Fear Street? Just... Just say it. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Oh, yeah. 
Did they do Saint Maud too, or is that somebody else? I think they did, but I'm on the on, I'm on Letterbox looking at the produced by A24, and I think that's just distributed in the U.S. by A24. So because Saint Maud was totally they fumbled the bag with that one. But yes. Oh, I really need to watch that. I hear it's very good. Didn't um, it like constantly kept getting delays of COVID? Yes. And then eventually it did not get a theatrical release at all, which is it played here, but a I lot live of here. female directed movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that I went to this well, other guy's A24 list, it's sorted by horror. There's a lot more horror options here. But again, the only one I see that's directed by a woman is Bodies, 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 and St. Maud. Yep. So. Yeah, and I, I did just look up to get my mind right and confirm that Get Out was actually released by Blumhouse, so my initial my initial query doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It just kind of seems like... It actually, to me, it seems like there's like a market for a woman horror auteur, you know? I, I mean, we have so. one. We have one. Who? Mary Julia DeCorcanow. Yeah, but I well, think that she's not really approachable. I don't know if she's, I don't, yeah, I don't know if she's as much as like a media figure. Neon released one of your favorite movies, Sarah. Directed one by of my favorites? Moore. Yeah. The one that at least Letterboxd always lists as your favorite. What? Revenge. That's not my... That's just my most popular. Also, they released one female-directed horror movie this year. Called It Lives Inside. Oh, I know I lied. That's directed by a man. I apologize. All right. Well, thank you, Sarah, for being with us so much. I'm always happy to check in with Femtober, and I'm really glad that this is the first episode that we were recording after our little hiatus there. We get to come back with Femtober, so that's very exciting. And yeah. Thank you for being around. Would you mind? I know that people hear your stuff a lot on this this show, and I'm I'm glad for it. But could you please remind people again where they can find stuff? Um. Yeah, story? I am on uh, Instagram and Letterbox. Well, I'm on Instagram sgk29 essgekay29, um, and I'm on Letterbox uh, sgk. Um, and Femtober is on Instagram, just Femtober, and then Tumblr is femtober.tumblr.com. I really and I'm, on that voice I'm a little behind on my blogs as a recording, but I'm sure by the time this episode comes out, there'll be plenty, plenty of content to look at. Yeah, it seems like it's, I'm amazed that actually we didn't talk a whole lot about it. You've really expanded the scope of this, which is very impressive. Are you, you like... Actually, let me ask about the blog real quick. Why are you doing? Why are you doing the blog? Well, so when she wants I to was get hate mail, uh, yeah, just to get hate mail, actually. <laughs> um, no, when I was in college, I had a fairly successful Tumblr blog, and it was a lot of work. It was a lot of gifting, uh, and I just I do social media and stuff like all day for my job, and like part of me just wanted to like do something creative and focus my energy on like actually like you know putting this out into the world instead of just leaving I, you know and I'm I'm only human I want I want engagement I want people to, to validate me so I just I thought about it and I was like well I could do a podcast but that's a lot of work I could do a blog I could do like you know reels and stuff like that so that was kind of where I focused my energy um it's been a little challenging I hate to be like well something bad happened to me but that is what happened. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's no problem. That's um, just, yeah. So unfortunately, it hasn't gone one hundred percent smoothly, but I'm hoping by next year. And I want to, you know, be consistent as well. It's not just going to be an October thing. Um, just kind of like sharing, you know, anything that I see that's pertaining to the subject. So it is. I hope that we can direct traffic that way. And Sarah Kanoff, thank you so much for being with us again. Well, thank you for having us in your saw trap you're welcome i i hope that you've learned your lesson i will i ever get out of here because we're all dead well i will hand you these two saws and you just use them how you want to and i will see you later (laughs) maybe game over make saw noise all right cool good episode we have to say goodbye mark you can't just say good episode (laughs) we have to say goodbye what we already did what do you mean 
Looking for the Ocean is produced by Mark Young and Danny Vincent. Oh, this isn't an episode of Looking for the Ocean. What? Do you not see the logo above this that everyone's listening to right now? It's bold of you to assume that any of this is going to stay in. (laughs) All right. Let me me get down here and just try to... Find this. Can I do this for memory right now? Okay, here we go. Uh, all right, this is all right. Look, looking, looking for the ocean is produced by Mark Young and Danny Vincent. Well, I'll tell you what we're doing next time. We're reading a book called Creativity Inc. The show is edited by Mark Young. Oh, and yep, and we'll <laughs> be there for that. It's a book about the making of the Pixar company, and our original artwork was designed by Sarah Knopf. I should probably start reading this book. You can follow us on social media at Facebook at Looking for the Ocean, Instagram at Looking for the Ocean Pod, and Twitter. That's a Twitter, not an X. It's a Twitter at Pixar. My life, I don't know if it's X yet. And on our website, lookingfortheoceanpixar.podbean.com. I'm really excited about this book because whenever I get stressed, I I buy a lot of like cheap self-help books that business people read on planes and I feel like I now have a lot of good context for the environment in which this book was written from the little I've read of, read of it already so you can follow me Mark on markyoungperformer.com it has my socials I'm current I think I'm actually when this episode comes out next Friday I'm going to be in a reading and I'll post about that but I have a it's a big deal thing for me and I'm it's like a Shakespeare possible play and I've got a very nice part in that so I'll post about that soon you can follow me Danny at Blankness on Letterboxd where I was just at the Chicago International Film Festival saw some good movies saw some bad movies that's what Letterboxd is for right Sarah oh yeah I'm still here speaking of Sarah you can listen to my other podcast the Snub Club, uh, where we talk about the movies that have the most Oscar noms and no wins whatsoever, such as Taxi Driver, which right, just came out, out as an it. episode. All right, let's get out of this saw trap.